Make your winning move today and bet at my bookie. Use promo code GATERS and claim your deposit match redeemable up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you with a, a new defensive coaching hire, and this was big. Ron Roberts coming from Auburn as the defensive coordinator there. Gets a slew of new titles here at Florida that we'll get into a deep dive into the Gators' new defensive hire. Kind of odd in some ways. We'll get into that as well. Uh, but a big-time addition to a side of the ball that absolutely needs a turnaround from what we've seen the last few years and also coming off of last year with new defensive coordinator Austin Armstrong. So lots to get into with the hire of Ron Roberts right here. And we'll get into a little bit more of uh, a little more headlines as well before we wrap up on this episode. Another new hire in the strength and conditioning world for Florida and a little bit of transfer portal talk as well. So everybody hit that like button. Subscribe to Gators Breakdown if you haven't done so yet. All those likes. Goes a long way. Goes a long way in helping us right here on Gators Breakdown. But all that stuff, um, yeah, I, 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 I thank you guys <laughs> for, for all that, all the support. As we start a new year, of course, and, and right here in 2024, still at the beginning parts of January. But hey, share Gators Breakdown and um, YouTube notices all those likes, all that, the algorithm that they got going on there. All the comments. Hey, leave a comment. What do you think about this Ron Roberts hire? It's, it, it is interesting. It is very interesting uh, of, of how it happened and when it happened and all the titles that go along with it. We'll get into all those storylines here. But uh, just leave your comments and let me know what you think. Hey, and if you speak in the comments, if you want even more, join Gators Breakdown Plus. Access that Discord chat uh, when the season's over with. But if you want to talk more Gators football, that's a great place to do it. Link is in the description to join Gators Breakdown Plus. Extra episodes, chats, ad-free episodes of Gators Breakdown is what you get with Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description to join. So, all right, let's get to it. Ron Roberts, as I said, a litany of titles to go along with coming to Florida now, named executive head coach for defense, co-defensive coordinator, and linebackers coach. The Gators, and of course, Billy Napier, very familiar with Ron Roberts, going back to their time at Louisiana together. And this past season, Roberts was defensive coordinator at Auburn in that 2023 season, uh, was coordinator for Napier 2018 and 2019 at Louisiana. That was, of course, Billy Napier's first two years there. Uh, And of course, Florida needed a linebacker coach. At the very least, that's what you got here. But these titles suggest a whole lot more when Rod Roberts coming in here from Auburn previously at Baylor before that. We'll get into it. Let's dive into what Florida is getting here with Rod Roberts. And let's go back to last year. A 32-year coaching veteran now for Rod Roberts spent the 2023 season at Auburn where he coached the Tigers defense to improvements in scoring defense. He improved that the year before in 2022. 29.5 points Auburn was given up. He lowered that to 22 Point six points per game. 43rd in scoring defense. That was 97th in 2022. Let's keep it going. On total defense, an improvement there as well. Auburn was giving up 395.3 yards in 2022. 
Ron Robertson proves that to 357.2 yards per game. The improvement in ranking as well, 47th in total defense in 2023 after they were 78th in 2022. Keep it going out here. Rush defense and improvement there. Auburn gave up 172.7 yards in 2022, down to 155 yards per game. And pass defense, Auburn gave up 222.6 in 2022, down to 202. About a 20-yard better pass defense under Ron Roberts per game. So Auburn, you know, they, they returned six starters from the 2022 defense. And uh, as a Stu Alligator, if you're on Twitter, he put some really good stuff up. Uh, retreated some of those stats that I put out, and he went even further. He said, also of note here, Roberts didn't walk into a loaded roster, as I've just mentioned, you know, six returning starter for Auburn, but he took it a step further. Auburn has one defensive player projected to go in the first five rounds of the upcoming NFL draft, so not a lot of talent, and he improved Auburn's defense in year one. Auburn was third in the SEC with 12 interceptions, seventh with 31 sacks, Seventh in tackles for loss with 77. And second opponent's third down conversions. We'll get into that just a little bit more. Uh, and first and overall, red zone scoring defense. We'll get into all that and how that compares to Florida here in just a second. Uh, but did improve, did improve the Auburn defense in just one season there when Hugh Freeze took over. So before this past season at Auburn, Roberts was a defensive coordinator and inside linebacker coach at Baylor. So, of course, has that that, that position group to his resume, uh, which is what we were looking for here at Florida once Jay Bateman left to go to Texas A&M. Uh, in 2021, that was a the highlight there. Uh, the Bears' defense, uh, really good for, <laughs> for Baylor and Dave Aranda, the head coach there. They led the conference in 19 interceptions, turnovers gained with 27, turnover margin at .93, and defensive touchdowns with three. Additionally, Baylor finished... Second in the Big 12 in rush defense, scoring defense, pass efficiency defense, and sacks per game. Second in the Big 12 in all those categories. Run defense, scoring defense, pass efficiency defense, and sacks per game. Uh, Baylor's defense was one of just three units in the country to limit every opponent to 30 points or fewer there in 2021. In route to the Big 12 title, they held Oklahoma to its lowest scoring and yardage outputs. That was under Lincoln Riley. Uh, Baylor become the first Big 12 team to hold OU without a passing touchdown since 2014. So, certainly improved the defense there at, at Baylor under Dave Aranda. Now, it did take a little bit of a dip, uh, of course, in 2022, but took an even further dip after Roberts left. Uh, so, uh, kind of interesting. It was they couldn't build on that 2021 season. Robert was the defensive coordinator there. Uh, after that 2021 season, that great 21 season, um, they did take a step back, but even further. Uh, so probably not him uh, of why the defense at Baylor <laughs> continued to fail uh, since once he left, it got a lot worse. So, But before Baylor, uh, spent some time, of course, at Louisiana Lafayette with Billy Napier. The Raging Cajuns led the Sun Belt Conference, ranked 18th nationally in scoring defense in 2019 allowing only 19.7 points per game. That was an improvement of 87 spots in the rankings and a difference of 14.5 points per game from 18 to 19. Uh, overall, Louisiana finished second to Sun Belt in total defense and had the league's top red zone defense. 
with only 22 touchdowns allowed in 43 attempts. His defense held opponents in the Sun Belt, leading 197.7 passing yards per game. That was good for 21st nationally. So two seasons at Louisiana, he had nine defenders earn all Sun Belt honors. The program made two consecutive Sun Belt Conference Championship games and won a school record 11 games in 2019, of course. So had some time as a head coach as well. Before his time at, uh, in Louisiana with Southeast Louisiana, kind of got those ties there in Louisiana. Uh, but Ron Roberts brings a whole lot of experience right here for the Gators. How, how does it compare to Florida? How does that 2023, this past season at Auburn, compare to Florida? Let's continue to deep dive here on Gators Breakdown. Auburn and Florida 2023 comparison. A lot of similar opponents. Of course, playing in the same conference. Auburn's schedule is always tough with Alabama and Georgia. Speaking of that, some of the better performances against those teams was Auburn's defense. Held Georgia's Offense in check till the fourth quarter. Hell, Auburn's, uh, I mean, Alabama's defense in, or offense in check for 99% of the game, <laughs> besides the crazy Milrow heroic to Isaiah Bond. But a big improvement in his one year there and an improvement over what Florida did on defense in 2023. 43rd in scoring defense was Auburn. Florida was 78th. Auburn was 47th in total defense. Florida was 71st. Auburn led the SEC in red zone defense at 79.5%. Florida was 8th in the SEC at 87.5%. One more time, Auburn led the SEC in red zone defense at 79.5%. Florida was 8th in the SEC at 87.5%. Auburn finished 2nd in 3rd down defense. 31.7%. 31.7%. Florida was sixth at 356 Third down, not much of an issue as it was previously before Austin Armstrong. He didn't improve that. But still, compared to Auburn, some steps behind. But here's the, here, here's the big one. Our main complaint of this Florida defense, you know, down to down, they were better in a lot of ways. But now all that was erased because of the explosive plays. Auburn was fourth in the SEC. In 40-plus yard pass play or 40-plus yard plays given up. Fourth in the SEC in 40-plus yard plays given up with nine on the season. Florida was dead last in the SEC by giving up 24 of those plays. 40-plus yard plays. Auburn gave up nine. Florida gave up 24. So those are the type of improvements you hope Ron Roberts brings to this defense with Austin Armstrong. Austin Armstrong was a GA under Roberts at Louisiana. So there's your connection there. There's some familiarity with Billy Napier. There's some familiarity with Austin Armstrong. Now, I wanted to do some digging. I will give some credit to Auburn Live, their own three site. And why would Roberts make this move? Uh, So, quote from their article... Robert's no-nonsense style caused some issues internally this season. Former Auburn defensive back Wesley McGriff departed his on-the-field role in the middle of the season after multiple disagreements with Roberts. 
McGriff moved off the field and recently accepted a job at Texas A&M and their new staff under Mike Elko. So maybe that's an inkling of why this move happens, when it, when it happened, how it happened. Very, very interesting. That this happens now and those litany of titles. Executive head coach of defense, co-defensive coordinator. How's all this going to work together? Austin Armstrong in his second season at Florida. I mean, obviously, what you're bringing here, you're bringing a ton of experience, which is certainly needed on that side of the ball. you got so many young coaches. Chapman along the defensive line. Armstrong overall. Harris on the back end. He's got some experience. But man, besides that, I mean, you needed something like this in this conference, in the SEC, to limit the -the on-the-job learning that this defense did last year and probably will continue to do this year. This is, would it be ideal to have to do this? Sure. Or not to have to do this? Sure. But this is a nice pivot. I think this is a nice adjustment given what we saw on defense last year and the youth in the coaching staff on that side of the ball. Robert certainly will be instrumental in the game planning part of all this. But what about game days? That, that's what I'm kind of wondering about as we're still kind of in the it hasn't even been officially announced by the time I record this yet, but it's going to happen. He's on his way to Gainesville. But what about game days? Like, how is this going to happen? What's the dynamic here? Hard for me to believe that he's going to quote unquote take orders from Austin Armstrong. So ultimately, to me, this looks like with those titles that Roberts has, the defense is going to be run through him. Now, with a lot, a lot of input by Austin Armstrong, could this be close to something like a 50-50 split? Sure. What does that look like? I still think that's a little bit in question, but he doesn't come here taking orders from Austin Armstrong. From the outside looking in, that's what it looks like to me. We all know Armstrong struggles last season, his first big gig, learning on the job, bringing in a veteran presence like this, a known presence like Roberts, to me can only help. And there's some familiarity there. And I'm sure this was talked and talked and talked about behind the scenes of how this was going to play out. I mean, the dynamic of mentoring Armstrong is certainly interesting at this stage, but Florida has to find a way to make this defense better and make it better fast. We need to see improvement on that side of the ball. That means going unconventional for now, then so be it. It's not ideal you have to bring in help like this for Armstrong already. But it is an adjustment, and you're trying to make the staff better. This makes the staff better. No ifs, ands, buts about it. This makes Florida's defensive staff better. It's got to pay off. And look, maybe this is something Austin Armstrong needed. I don't think he'd be, I don't think he's totally against this, honestly, by the way. That's just me guessing. That's no inside info. That's no, you know, educated guess or anything. That's just a pure guess by me. but I think it can help him in the long run. Also, you get a lot of good linebacker coach here in Rod Roberts, a, a position group that absolutely needs it with a lot of new faces there, a lot of changes there. But instrumental for game plan purposes, coaching, 
making adjustments in game. I think that's the biggest aspect I can see here is the game plan part of it and the in game adjustments. Brings a ton of experience here. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the country or anything like that. No, I think there's some good young talent here for Florida on the defensive side of the ball. I think it's good to get a veteran presence, a veteran voice, somebody who improved in Auburn defense last year, had a really good defense at Baylor in 2021, good defenses at Louisiana. And this is, you know, he's kind of with kind of him and Aranda a little bit. I mean, kind of the. This defense that we're seeing, this scheme that we're seeing, one of the one of the early adopters of this defense is Ron Roberts. So he knows this defense and probably knows how to teach this defense better than many out there. So that's why this is a plus for Florida. Revamp the defense, turn around this defense. I think this is a good way to do it. I want to get into a little uh, more hires for this Gator staff and some transfer portal news. But before we do, put some cash in your wallet with MyBookie. MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests to fill all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. So you can turn all that sports knowledge, all that football knowledge you got coming up, turn all that into cash in your wallet. The NFL playoffs are here. We're all going to be watching so many good games coming up. Bet on all that. All those good games coming up in the NFL. Bet on all that or for a share of big cash prizes. If you want something different in those weekly blackjack tournaments, you don't have to just bet on football, basketball. Get some blackjack tournaments going on there at my bookie. If you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, well, that time is now. Make your winning move today. Sign up at my bookie. Use promo code Gators and claim your deposit match. Redeemable up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code GATORS to claim your bonus. Experience the thrill of sports betting right from the comfort of your home. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, let's get into a new hire for the Gators in the nutrition world, the assistant strength training world. Billy Napier on Tuesday announced Jake Sankel to the staff of the Gators as the new director of football nutrition and assistant strength and conditioning coach. Here's what Billy Napier had to say. We're excited about the addition of Jake Sankel to our organization and are thrilled to welcome him along with Amanda and Emma and uh, Allie to the Gator Nation. Jake's reputation in the nutrition and strength and conditioning world precedes itself. He's one of the absolute best in the field. He had also developed great relationships and has been a difference maker for players throughout his career. His NFL experience would be beneficial to our expi- His NFL experience will be beneficial to our aspiring players. I'm looking forward to watching Jake work hard and impact our players' overall development. Sanko said, "I'm fired up to be a Gator. It's an honor to be a part of Coach Napier and Coach Fitz's staff as we work to develop and positively impact these young men's lives." Sanko arrives in Gainesville after spending eight. Seasons in the NFL with the Washington Commanders. He first joined the Commanders as an assistant strength and conditioning coach and team nutritionist during the 2016 offseason. During his time in Washington, Sanko led all aspects of the team's performance nutrition strategies and initiatives. He also served as a member of the NFL subcommittee to develop medical nutrition therapy protocols for concussion and other football injuries. Sanko's expertise has helped shape the careers of several pro athletes. 
Jonathan Allen says, quote, Jake has been one of the biggest reasons I have been able to have success in the NFL, said the Washington defensive tackle and two-time pro bowler. He's one of the most genuine kindness people I've ever met, and Florida is lucky to be getting a guy like that. Commanders quarterback Sam Howell added, Florida is getting the best in the business with Jake. Jake truly knows how to get the best out of the athletes he works with. He goes the extra mile to make sure his players have all the information and resources needed to maximize their abilities. Seiko is a registered dietitian, holds certifications with the USA Weightlifting and National Strength and Conditioning Association as a registered strength and conditioning coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist. All right, so there we go. Good summary there of him. And of course, this is in addition of Florida, not, hey, look, not only overhauling the defense, but overhauling strength and conditioning right here, of course. Uh, replacing Mark Hockey with Craig Fitzgerald as director of football performance uh, after you know exit interviews after the season for Florida players. They were not the biggest fan of the strength and conditioning program. Uh, that's kind of no secret uh, as we are here right now. There's a reason that move was made. Mark Hockey's still in the program uh, as a coach in some capacity, uh, but not as the strength and conditioning coordinator there for Florida. So big changes going along. Uh, in that aspect as well. So, Billy Napier not standing by. Uh, lots of changes happening with the staff, whether it be on-field coaching, analyst, and now the strength and conditioning side of things as well. All right, before we wrap up, a couple of transfer portal or recruiting news as well. Aiden Warner, transfer quarterback there for the Gators, coming from Yale, he was a true freshman this past season at Yale from Winter Park, Florida. He's coming back home to the state of Florida to play for the Gators. Former three-star prospect, of course, he's joining as a preferred walk-on. Uh, Miami, Minnesota were in the pursuit as well. Six foot three, 205 pounds. Uh, of course, if you go back and look at it, his 2023 on three rankings had him as the number 100 quarterback in the 2023 class. Of course, this is a development uh, prospect here, a chance for him to come back closer to home. Uh, I've got to look at it, of course. Graham Mertz, DJ Lagway. That's we talked about it in the last episode. Florida would would be in the quarterback market. Not going to find too many people who want to come compete with the likes of Graham Mertz and DJ Lagway. This was, of course, after Jack Miller decided to depart the program, uh, leaving Florida with not a lot of depth. At the quarterback spot, Graham Mertz, DJ Lagway, Mertz coming back from the injury. Of course, Lagway coming in as a true freshman. Florida needed some depth and got it here, of course, with Aiden Warner. Coming back to the state of Florida, during his senior season, uh, he was, completed a 95 of 154 passes, 1,160 yards, 18 touchdowns, just five interceptions. He also added 233 yards and three scores on the ground, 6.7 yards a carry. So, of course, you're looking at this, you hope to never see him really, and not a shot at him, take meaningful snaps at Florida, given what you have with Graham Mertz, given what you have with DJ Lagway. Uh, but if the opportunity presents itself, that's where Florida is as far as the depth chart goes at the quarterback spot. All right, and... So a little bit of bad news came out on Tuesday as well, or Monday evening as well. Cassius Howell, the edge transfer portal target, committed to Texas A&M, visited Florida, visited A&M, 
you know, pretty much said, hey, I want to take a lot of visits because I didn't get to take these visits in the COVID year. Well, it took two, Florida and Texas A&M. First visit didn't pay off as uh, Howell goes to Texas A&M. Now, well, you know, what could happen here? Uh, I know there's some talk of maybe didn't have the measurables for Florida. Well, you still brought him on an official visit, and, you know, that counts against you, and the official visit counts, and uh, I'm sure, you know, there is the evaluation part of this, but... I think it would have been a nice have, um, but I know there's the thought out there that maybe the measurables uh, weren't there. Could that be spin by some people out there? Sure. Um, he has a production, of course. You know, Florida's looking at that Jack linebacker edge spot. Somebody to rush the passer. Needed some experience and production at that spot. We'll get into it in just a second, but you know what you would have been getting here was. Tied for first in the MAC, nine and a half sacks during this past season, 10 and a half tackles for loss, at 41 pressures. I mean, so now, you know, for Florida, if you look at it, you did bring in George Gums Jr., brought in through the transfer portal, only has one year experience playing that edge pass rusher role there at Northern Illinois, made the transition from, from tight end to edge rusher, had a good season. Um, they're high on his potential, the staff is, but. Even with him, there's just not much to point to as far as proven production at the edge spot, the jack spot, outside linebacker, edge, or, uh, pass rusher role. You lose Princeton, you may Ellen. There goes your experience at that spot. You got Jack Pyburn coming off of an injury. If you, you believe in him, he's got to bounce back from an injury. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. There's more of opportunity now, given where Florida is. Now he's got to bounce back from the injury. And then you got a combination of young players, TJ Searcy, Cam James, LJ McCray, of guys who I think can be that stand-up Jack linebacker role, rush to passer. You know, I think I got guys like Boone and Kelby Collins as more as the strong side defensive end, edge, hand in the dirt type guys. But I think for guys who stand up, rush to passer, I think that's what Howell could have provided. With some experience in the MAC, more proven production now given it is at the level of the MAC. So, however, however you weigh that, that's kind of personally up to you. But a proven player, and now not so much proven for Florida with Pyburn coming off of an injury. Played a lot of football last year. TJ Searcy showed some flashes. Cam James showed some flashes. LJ McCray, of course, has got the. Recruiting profile you're looking for, but so much youth there after Princeton and Mielin leaves. So I would have liked it in that. At least you would have had some experience, some production at the college level, more so than we've seen on Florida's roster right now. And that's not to say these guys can't produce. It's just not proven yet. So there we go. Latest headlines to the transfer portal. Maybe one that gets away. Maybe one that doesn't there. With Howell. So we'll see what the transfer portal holds. Uh, this week right here should be a big week. A lot of these guys making their decisions this week. Uh, we went over that in the last episode. So it's where it stands right now. But big, big hire as Ron Roberts hired to help turn around this Gator defense. And that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.